I'm Caitlin. And this is Let's Get Real. Back again. Back at it. Oh, Welcome oh. back. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. So, it's been a week, but we basically just got back from spring break. People are still on spring break, which is... Yeah, everyone's spring break is different. A little bittersweet. No. Still watching people in Miami. Yeah, see, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> that really is heartbreaking. I did see. not go to Miami. Um, I stayed home. I went to a conference. Great fun. Uh, it was fun though. It yeah, was cool. I was like kind. Of, I was at, like a scholar visit. I don't know if that's exciting enough for y'all, but fun. Y'all yeah. know what we be doing. Exactly. <laughs> Just, it's fine. We're out here. I'm through. Um, but with spring break and everything coming to pass, um. People of color slash, or I think if I just say POC sounds better, um, but POC like health or black health has really been like a big thing for me. So I kind of wanted to talk about it. So how often, I find this really interesting because I think that I've just now gotten to um, doing it when I need to, but how often do you go to the doctor? Like really, like realistically. And if you get injured, do you immediately go to the doctor or do you sit on it and be like, uh, let's see how it works. I sit on it. <laughs> that I will so, sit on it. It's so bad. It's so bad. I didn't realize how bad it was until my <laughs> situation <laughs> that I literally was just like, wow, I really should have went to the doctor the first day that that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Um, but some people, I was talking to this, um, one of my friends, and he's like, yeah, when I was in high school, I'm pretty sure I broke my, um, I'm pretty sure I, I broke my arm or popped my shoulder out of place and did X, Y, and Z, but I never went to the doctor for it. I didn't want to tell my mom. I was like, what? You don't want to tell That me. was like some life change. Like, you really could have been injured for real. Like That could affect like, you. You're going to feel really? that when you're 50. That's, like, and wow. I'm like, But he's like, well, I don't know. I mean, it just healed on its own. And I was like. That's kind of crazy. I mean, that's the like, human it's body, It's probably though. something, huh? That's the human body. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have doctors always. Exactly. But, like, at the same time, some stuff is like, yeah, you need to go to yeah, a doctor. So I think if you pop something out of place and you hear something pop out of place, it's time to go. You got I agree. But, I, yeah. So how often do you go, really? I haven't been to the doctor in Dog, a minute. When, my, when I, um, the first time I went back to my doctor, it was like, you have been here in like four years I'm like, four years whoa high school wow and like it was like half like second and junior and senior year of high school and then freshman year here wow. or somewhere along those in yeah. that age range because like i remember i got my first like was it a cat perhaps me do you be, i don't know what it was but like uh some feminine thing some um, feminine thing i'm screaming <laughs> and um i got that for the first time and they're like yeah supposed to do this every year you're supposed to come to the doctor every six months and i was like okay <laughs> don't push it <laughs> I, but i really come though. home every six months but okay. okay literally but yeah that's crazy i know yeah i've not that i'm thinking about it the last time i went to the doctor was i think literally last year maybe two years ago two years ago because i had the flu my freshman year I was gonna and say I think it's we don't go when we feel I don't healthy. Know. Yeah, no, that's the thing we don't. Because I went to I went to the doctor. I had to go to the emergency room because I was like dying. I had the mm. flu that one year where like I had the flu that even if you got the flu shot you couldn't you weren't immune to that kind of flu, mm. and I got that flu, and I didn't get the flu shot anyways because I hadn't been to the doctor. But yeah, so I got the flu and I like nearly died. Like I was like on my deathbed and I was KO. Are you serious? I really was. I think I was going to die on the lows. Like I hadn't drinking or eaten anything for like 48 hours and then I like passed out basically and some people like took me to the emergency and then I was literally like KO'd on antibiotics and everything for about a week, week and a half. Yeah. And then like... That's horrible. Yeah. And then I went to McLaren too and like they busted one of my veins when they were trying to do like an IV and so, like, I had a, like, wow. I had a bruise, like, the size of a UFO that, like, I was like, what is this? So then I had to go to the doctor again. So I guess I've been twice since. Low-key, I think they, yeah, Dog! they, like, burst my, like, vein. Yeah. McLaren, shout out McLaren, yeah. They stuck me, like, six times when I went to the hospital. Yeah. Now, I get, I understand that because my veins were small because I was dehydrated because I hadn't drank in, like, two days. But they Still. stuck me six times. And then when I got home... There was like Bruises. two little, like, yeah, like yellowing. Like, yeah. and I was like, 
this wasn't here before. Yeah. What is that? Like they like like honestly like burst or ripped my vein and like they did something. Yeah, it was Stick bad. Me six times. Like yeah. what? But I think I it, one arm. <laughs> I'm dead. But <laughs> like no, back to what you were saying though. Like with when it comes to like doctors and health visits, like people really don't visit the doctor yeah, when they're healthy because you don't think about it. You know, like I'm fine. I'm moving. Like. It's all good. Like, I can breathe. I can eat. I and can people sleep. think, like, oh, I just because I'm healthy, I don't have to go. But low key, you could. That's like, what stuff have, sneaks up on I'm you. I'm finna say, like, and the next thing you know, you're going to the doctor, but it's like extreme when you probably, like, could have went maybe, like, if you had yeah. no annual or something and they would have gone it and be like, oh, yeah, you need uh, a. That's why I think what happened with. um. Did you hear about the guy from. Who was it? Alex Trebek from the Jeopardy? So, Alex Trebek, Jeopardy. Um, our America's favorite, like, afternoon, evening pastime guy, <laughs> whatever. He has, like, stage four prostate cancer, and he just found out. And I'm like, first of all, Alex, wow. why haven't you been to the doctor? Why didn't you find out about this, like, earlier? Because, like, stage four doesn't happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's, yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Dang, when I heard that about that, I was like, Dang, I'm like, how often does this man go to the doctor that you didn't notice that you had stage four prostate cancer? Is it either prostate or pancreatic, but like one of the two and it's got him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And he's all like, I'm gonna fight this. That's it's be the one great. who was like, he got six months to live. Yep. Wow. I but saw he was that. all like, I'm gonna live for at least three years because he's got like his contract and everything. He's been like a trooper about it. hundred percent. Yeah, contract with Jeopardy. Oh. Yeah, he's got to be on there for another three years, according to his contract. So he's all like, I'm going to live at least that long. Da, da, da. And he's been a trooper about it. But, like, it made me think, I'm like, when was the last time this man went to the doctor? Like, you were America's favorite pastime. You have to you be know, sometimes taking care they of yourself. don't find that, though, on men. I feel like it's harder for them to find it on women because, like, women, we have breast cancer. Like, or they will check you. Like, that's yeah. a part of your. But, that's, I mean, shouldn't that be a part of, like, their checkup, too? I think so. I don't know if it is though. I mean, same. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we both look at red. Like, <laughs> you know, do they? Oh yeah. See, <laughs> so then that's the question. Like, if they do, which they do, confirmation, then Alex, yeah. why weren't you at the doctor? Where was your? Why weren't you at the doctor every six months? Yeah. Like a couple years ago, when this thing probably picked up. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's sad. It's so sad. If Alex Trebek dies, I'm going to be so sad. I mean, he's, like, on his way out anyways. I mean, he's old. But, like, still, like, Alex. (laughs) He's on his way out anyway. (laughs) Look, he had another three years on the contract. I need my other three years of Jeopardy. I feel it. I don't watch Jeopardy, but. I mean, me um, either, but still. Yeah. For the box set, that's now going to skyrocket in price after he dies. Like, (laughs) I'm just thinking about the economy, y'all. Well, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty very imperative to go to the doctor especially like just just because it's because it's recommended it's you know that it could be beneficial for you like it's not going to kill you like going to the doctor is actually going to do the opposite <laughs> like, but i think that like with that though i think there's a like i don't want to say like a stigma around going to the doctor but like i feel like people feel some type of way about the doctor like i could understand that you know? i definitely felt like my surgeon did not care about me at exactly. all. Exactly. That's the thing. low key really scared. Yeah. And then with like doctors and everything and like shout out to like everybody in the health profession is like y'all are doing great. You're all doing wonderful things making waves. But like a lot of like medical like the medical world is based on profit and not necessarily like making people feel better. And mm-hmm. I think that like we as like the average citizen and like that isn't in that POC. field. Right. We're picking up on that. You know what I'm saying? And we're seeing that, like, I'm going here and you're going to charge me, like, X, Y, and Z for, like, so much just to, like, breathe and for you to check how, like, my heart rate is. Like, just, like, they throw unnecessary charges. in my arm. It's unnecessary charges. Build me for the, what, 30? Okay, not 30 minutes. I was there for a couple of hours. But all they did was stick me with an IV and draw a whole bunch of my blood, and they did give me a CAT scan. I figured that was probably going to be something. That was for sure. They billed me like a thousand. My surgery was eight thousand dollars. Why? And I'm a college student. Not that I mean that anything bases off of age. But still, like like, that's a lot of money. thousand i didn't have health insurance it'd be a wrap and that's the other thing too like with the doctor you have to get have you have to have health insurance to even get into the door like that's mm-hmm. the first thing they ask and you when I, you get that, there. Not, that wasn't even regular health insurance exactly that's like next level like no 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 premium. no that's like uh for the um the um like 
That's government supplied. See, that's not doing anything for you. It is because they paid the whole bill. There you go. But like, but like I'm saying, like if that was regular health insurance, like if I just went off of the health insurance that my mom, because my mom has health insurance for me. Yeah. They would not have paid that whole. I at least would have came out like two grand plus. There you go. That's and that's the stuff that I'm talking about, like health insurance, and then just like the overall like health industry, like it's so elitist when it comes to like healthcare. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and POCs are like really kind of at the bottom of like the totem pole when it comes to that stuff, because like statistically and like all the all the data and stuff that I don't like to think about. We're not at an advantage when it comes to that kind of stuff. As far as like which healthcare packages that we can even afford, the stuff that we're even like told about, mm-hmm. like why, like we're not even really informed about like healthcare insurance or anything like that unless we have to seek it out. Like, and it's a generational thing because like our parents may not have known about it, so how are they like gonna teach us about it? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to stuff like that, that's like what I think about when I go to the doctor. So like I have like this notion of like I really don't like going to the doctor because I know that I'm gonna have to like be put because like I'm under my mom's health insurance. I don't like having to like add charges or whatever to her account for it, you know. And she like has like our whole family under her pack- like package thing. Mm-hmm. And so like I remember when I got the flu, like at the end of the year, she made like a comment. She's all like, "Oh, Caitlin, you're like the only thing I had to mark on my health insurance that year." I was like, "Dang, nobody else went to the doctor except for me." <laughs> First of all, yikes! But like, second of all, like, why is that our reality? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like stuff like that makes me think about it. And then like, yeah, it's just it's just a weird thing to think about. I think that's crazy that everything in this world that you need is elitist, but every, <laughs> to get put into debt is like, oh no, that's you're universal. <laughs> super poor. Let me put you in even more debt. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you want to go to college? Sixty thousand dollars in debt by the time you're twenty one. Like, right. That's crazy. But that was kind of random. Um. But yeah, I think that's. That's our reality, though. It's the reality of the situation. I wonder how everything is going to be, though, after the end of um, the Trump era, though. After 45? Because he he got rid of Obamacare as soon as he got into office. I believe that was one of his first things. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't even know how that, I have I have to look that up, how that impacted people, though, for oh, real. Oh, people were real. hurt. People were real hurt after that. He's still trying to um, get rid of Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. They've been trying for that since they got there. They've literally had it out for Planned Parenthood. And Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood does so, it's much, so much more. It's so much more than abortion. It's so much more. It's literally feminine care Pretty in, much. like, every other aspect. And it's not even, like, feminine. It's literally people. People care. Like, you can get, like, your... It's an extension est- of, like, healthcare. It for is. a variety of people. Exactly. Cause like, it's for like, necessity type thing. Exactly. Because it's, like, Planned Parenthood for, like, okay which are, like, abortions and everything, but it's also for, like, testing of a variety, like, for, like... SUVs. Um, exactly, like, disease testing. It has you, like, actually helping you, like, if you do get pregnant, like, the steps you can get, like, your vitamins and your, like... To actually plan your parenthood. To, exactly. Like, like, if you want to get pregnant, like, yes. come here, too. Exactly. Like, like, there's so many just ways that it, like, helps you as, like, an individual, like, and people, but, like, Trump is all like, nah, we don't want it. But I'm like, why? Like, you're just literally hurting people. And it's so, it's it's such an elitist thing to attack because it's, like, basically free, you know? And, like, so Trump and his family probably never even, like, needed to go to Planned Parenthood because they just, like, were raised in billions. And so they went to the doctor every six months, unlike a lot of folks out here. But for the folks that don't have that basically free-for-all Medicare that they have, like, mm-hmm. you have Planned Parenthood and you have the federal government to cover these things, but, like, so he just doesn't understand it, so he's taking him out. And it's just, it's not okay, man. It's not okay. So culminating all of this, what would you say is the best, like, say if you're not super big on health, right? Or you are I won't say not big on it, but you don't really, like, pay attention to it as much, like, as a college student or you're super stressed out and you, you know, like, have missed a couple visits and, like, haven't really sat down and thought about, like, what your mental health looks like or how that impacts you, like, what would you say, like, are the first steps or, like, things to keep in mind or take away from, like, taking care of yourself overall, like, mentally, physically, emotionally? Um, I would say the stuff that, I mean, first of all, I'm not a doctor or physician. Well, no. Duh. But, um... From your experience. From my experience, I would say while you're making a list of things to do, grab a glass of water. 
because <laughs> you, like I'm so serious. Like I think that water is something that a lot of people forget about. Um, a Do you lot. Know I've met a girl who doesn't like water. I've met several people that don't like water. They say they don't like the taste of it, and it I tell them taste like anything, and that's the problem for them. <laughs> and so I t- I tell them to get like the little um like sugar things you can get like like seltzer water mm-hmm. get the little seltzer waters i tell them to put like there's like a h2o thing like it's like a like a teardrop shape and it's got a whole bunch of like um electrolytes and stuff like that and it adds flavor to the water but it's still water and i tell people to get stuff like that because you still need that h2o is important um but i think as college students we like a lot of folks like walk around with water bottles but i'm like questioning like how often do you actually fill up that water bottle um i carry a half gallon Okay, we don't all carry half gallons, um, <laughs> but as a person that doesn't carry a half gallon, I try to fill up my water bottle. Like, on my Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have four classes, so I need to fill up my water bottle at least twice, like, to three times a day, like, between all those classes as, like, a goal for me. So, like, that way I'm at least getting three bottles of water in at the bare minimum, plus, like, whatever I drink that morning, night, all that fun stuff. And so I think that drinking water, because people are over-caffeinated and drinking a lot of, like, pops and sugars and stuff like that, and you're not... You're not feeding your body what you need. Mm -hmm. And then sleep is important. I think that getting your rest, like, it's okay to push things off to the next day, like, to get that eight hours of sleep. You know, I've definitely just for, like, I mean, I just say, like, I'm I'm done with this, you know, and I just Mm -hmm. say, you know, it's one in the morning. I'm not going to study anything more that is going to actually be retained for the test tomorrow so i'm just going to get my sleep retain what i know and be refreshed for the next day rather than pulling an all-nighter and sure i'm going to like cover more information probably end up being more unproductive than you would have been productive exactly so i'd rather take the sleep over like the more studying so Mm -hmm. like prioritizing that way and then taking naps I don't care what anybody says. Naps are refreshing and are needed. Get your little cot, Exactly. Get your little <laughs> pillow, the sweatshirt. Do what you got to do. Find that corner in the library. And just, you know, take one for the team. Because okay. that one room, people used to sleep in that room all the I time. Hear, I peep and snoring. I've seen people literally laid out <laughs> on, the, in there no, literally, on the third floor in that reading room. I seriously walked oh, in well, one I day. I about the first floor. No, third floor reading room. It is silent. I walked in one day and there was a guy sleeping on the couch. And I was like, that's a mood, but I'm going to be over here and I'm going to write this paper. But, like, <laughs> you really got to get yeah, your naps in yeah. when you can. Um, and then I think, like, diet-wise, just, like, drinking water. Eat your vegetables when you can, all that fun stuff, fruits, all that. And then I think mentally and physically, like, I think physically we walk around on campus. You'll be all right. Take the stairs when you can, if you're able to. Don't always park in the front of the parking lot. Exactly. Sometimes you need that walk. Enjoy the sunshine, even though it's not sunny a lot of the days. It's not sunny a lot out here in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, and then. Like, it's a very gloomy city. It is. And then, but that goes to my mentally thing, too, is, like, I was talking to one of our professors, and we were talking, like, health and all types of stuff for some reason. And she was telling me that she went to her doctor, and she was all like, why am I always sad in, like, the wintertime? He's all like, do you look up when you're walking? And she was all like, no, I'm trying to, like, not step on ice, da-da-da-da. And he told her literally to look up when she's walking. And I started doing that, and I was like, dang, like, I feel better. Literally just by looking up when you're walking and, like, taking in what you're seeing. Yeah, it's bleak. Yeah, the trees are look very dead, and there's a lot of snow on the ground, and I'm definitely almost stripped a couple times because I'm literally <laughs> looking forward instead of down. But I feel better because, like, I'm not just, like, looking down to the ground. I'm not looking at my phone. Like, I'm taking in, like, the world around me, and it does something for you. She it's a really, confidence thing, too. It is a confidence thing. and But it's also, like, I think something with it's your, a like... confidence booster. It's a confidence thing, but I think something with, like, being in your environment, mm-hmm. you know, not, like, taking Actually, in all like, of seeing what you're around and exactly. not just... The ground. Ground, car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, I see a lot of people, like, walking around campus. Because, like, since I've started, like, walking and, like, really looking around, a lot of people on campus will, if they're That's not walking be on our phones. Not even on their phones. You don't even have to be on your phone. You literally, I challenge, for all listening, I challenge y'all to lift your head up and look around and see who else is looking on the ground. Because you'll see a lot of people that are just walking around, literally looking just down. Just down. Like, literally, like, look up sometimes. It's cloudy. You might get a snowflake in your eye, but, like, <laughs> it's worth it, though. Like, you'll see, like, a difference, and you'll feel the difference. I it's like, that. yeah, so doing that. And then talking to people, you know, finding the thing that works for you, whether it be, like, like we were talking about earlier. It could be Game of Thrones. It could be painting. Do you feel like solitude is the wrong answer to uh, 
help me mentally? I think it has its pros and cons. I think that with solitude, I think you have to be comfortable with yourself. And I think that's kind of like a, it can be a learning process and can be better for you mentally. Because if you can become comfortable with yourself and like have fun with yourself, that can be better for you. Like that's what I had to learn to do. And now I'm like, I can hang out by myself all day and I'm totally okay with it. And like, not everybody can do that though. Like some people really need to have that extra human, like human connection with somebody. Mm. But like, I can be lonely and like, I'm not lonely when I'm alone. And I think that's something that people need to learn to do if you're going to try to practice, like, being by yourself as a form. But for some people, like, they need that human connection. And that's okay, too. Well. I'm a little guru over here today. I'm dead. (laughs) There you have it, folks. There you have it. Um, Well, this was our episode on mental health. Definitely keep your head up. Um, learn Learn what works for you, like, mentally, physically, like, if you're not a gym junkie, but you want to get fit, like... Take the stairs. Take a take a walk. That too. Just take a walk. Smooth, lift your head up. Do that. While too. you're doing it. And bring a bottle of water. Yep. All those things. Tools mm-hmm. to success. <laughs> <laughs> tools to success. Water, walking, and lift your head up. Um, That's it. You know, got to end on that. Got to keep your head up. Oh! <laughs> you can lift your head up. Hey! <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I love Sorry it. about... Terrible singing. Um, I'm okay, a great singer. What do you mean? <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, what's your daily routine like? Do you my, have a daily routine? I kind of do, but my daily routine. I have like a weekend routine and I have a weekday routine. Me too. Which is well, technically it's a Sunday routine and then a week every day otherwise nah. routine. But. Week Saturday Sunday routine and then a Monday through Friday routine. Mm. Shall I walk you through it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So every morning, um, so I work. At 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Monday. Well, actually, okay. So I work three days a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have to be up at 9. Uh, but I have Tuesday, Thursday classes at 9.30. So I basically get up early every day. Yay. Yeah, fire up. Um, so that usually, like, night morning routines start in the night. So I usually try to go to bed by midnight, usually around, mm-hmm. like, 1 or 2, because, like, I am who I am. But, you know, it's fine. Um, But usually in the morning, like, I set alarms for 7 a.m. And I don't really get up until, like, 7.30, 7.45 because I love myself. (laughs) And I just kind of sit in my bed on Twitter, Instagram, just, like, catch up on everything I missed, like, the night before. I love how this is really part of her daily routine. It is. I really (laughs) do. If I'm not checking Twitter, I'm asleep. So it's one of the two, you know. So some days I'll, like, just skip the social media check over and then just jump into my routine but basically i just get up like any normal person does like wash your face brush your teeth like do the whole shebang what do you use though what do i use Mm -hmm. so i have like a clean and clear morning burst blue it's like a blue bottle Mm -hmm. and it's a blue fuzzy my brother used to use clean and clear i love it clean and clear clean and clear is my go-to my face dies without it um so i'll use that and just like clean my face in the morning Mm-hmm. and then I'll make some coffee because I survive off of coffee. <coughs> and Yikes. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. Um, that's my phone. What are you doing? It wasn't. <laughs> I closed it. Um, <laughs> side note. Side note. I repossessed Caitlin's phone today. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so basically, wash my face, make a cup of coffee because I'm a caffeine addict. Mm. I'll own that. Um, and then I basically just, like, make breakfast, which consists of, like, oatmeal in the morning on the weekday routine. And then I just pack up my stuff and go to, like, work. I feel it. It's pretty easy. I feel like mine is, like, really extensive now that you just said that. Mine is so quick. It takes me a minute to, like, I guess do my makeup and figure out what I'm going to wear that day. That is one thing I don't do every day. Oh. I do not feel like putting makeup on every day. I've been strongly reconsidering that. I don't know if, like, that's a, like... Shade, you're supposed to do this. Like, do nah. it. Or if it's like, uh... I think makeup is kind of one of those things that ties into how you see yourself. Like, I know I'm like popping with or without it, but but I feel like it's sometimes like, when you don't put it on, it's kind of like, oh, did you not care about yourself right, today? When you exactly. Out the door. Yeah. So <laughs> I think for me, at least like during like the school week, I 
wear it and I'll do like minimum you know I'm like I'm not gonna do like a full face contour like I'm not gonna be walking out like Kim Kardashian in the morning like I don't have time but you know it's part of like a f- I think it's part of like the look good feel good mentality when you like do your makeup and like have a cute outfit like you just start the day and you feel better throughout the day so that's why I do it obviously not today I'm a little <laughs> under the weather y'all so just disclaimer. I feel that I guess okay so my daily routine is a little extensive <laughs> sorry in advance. Um, no, I'm not sorry, actually. It's wonderful. Um, but anyway, so I have kind of the same problem. Like, I have class at 9 a.m. on, like, three days a week, or two days a week. And then I have class at 10 a.m. the other three days. So, You're basically getting up. Yeah, I'm like, I might as well get up at the same time every day to make it more, you know, they say that if you get up at the same time, that it makes it more, like, easy for you to get up. Like, every day. Yeah. Because yeah, it it's a routine thing. Exactly. Apparently our bodies love routines. That's um, circadian rhythm, man. Yeah. Gets you every time. So I get up and in the morning, I try to start my day off with, I've been really big on like learning a lot more about like my like spiritual self, I guess, and like my mental. So I um, do my like morning, like I don't want to call it daily effort. Well, yeah. My daily affirmation um, in the morning um and then i do my meditation in the morning um i just recently switched over products so i used to use avino and it was in a white bottle i don't remember what it was called olay i used to use avino um face wash and then olay moisturizer which actually was really helpful for my like i don't know why like that combination just worked because it really just came about one day because i ran out of my avino (laughs) (laughs) Avino, um, but no i think my mom used uses olay too um but it was just it was very good for my skin like i was my skin was always clear like i usually didn't have any problems with it um, but recently I ran into this guy at New York in New York when I went to Fashion Week and um he was telling me about his business was homemade candles and so he was telling me about how like there are a lot of toxins and um just like bad uh mojo for your skin, I guess. Really? In yes. In and candles? a lot of cosmetic oh, in candles and cosmetic say, like, products. I, you realize I'm, and, I'm a candle connoisseur. I love yeah, candles. Me too. Just saying. I am reconsidering. I'm actually considering um, not I. Uh, what's it called? I um, burn incense every day. Yeah, and I'm considering not doing that. I feel like it's got to be bad for your lungs as much. So much just because of the smoke. It's got to be bad for your lungs. Like, yeah, you're breathing that in. Yeah. So I don't know because I really love the smell, but that's a TB continued. I mean, um, I use um. When I can, I'll use soy candles, mm. and they're actually supposed to be a lot better for you, you rather than, like, the humidifier. wax. Humidifiers don't smell nice. Yeah, that's the key. That's, Sometimes. Yeah, I have one. I have one in it, because I have, like, the natural oils. Oh, yeah, like the, like, essential oil type yes, stuff. Yeah, and I put that in my humidifier, and it, it smells. It just, it's not as strong, and it doesn't last nearly as long. See, it's, it's not like worth a, it. 20 minute 30 at the most not worth it yeah not worth it get you a soy candle and get them because like they like burn longer Mm. and then they don't have like you know when you light a candle you see like that black smoke Mm -hmm. they don't have that and it doesn't cause as much like residue on your ceiling and everything too Mm. so invest in soy candles and you can usually find like a lot of them um homemade um shameless plug there's like this lady she actually is like in the muskegon area that she goes to like this farmer's market that's like back home mm-hmm. and i always get her candles it's like lara's soy candles and they always smell fantastic i love her lavender one but she's got a whole bunch of scents so shameless mm-hmm. plug there i'm gonna yeah. look into that because i candles. was considering looking into that other guy that his candles was nice too the homemade ones he had a yeah. vanilla see that's what I'm saying. Those, those like, <laughs> I just love like earthy and yeah, like same. homey smells. So I like, agree. I don't like smells that oh, are God. doing too much or like all the super fruity ones. I can't smell like a salad bowl. I yeah, can't. I can't walk into that. It's not. <laughs> it's not cute. It's too refreshing. Too much like summer in the middle of winter. You know, can't definitely. Do it. But yeah, so my uh, daily routine, all that stuff, face wash, uh, wash my face, my teeth. I t- actually set out an hour every morning to do my hair. An hour. I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning every day. That is frightening. And I have to go to sleep by 11 o'clock 
to make sure that I get up in the morning. Because I spend an hour, from 6 to 7 o'clock, it's my hair routine. Like, whatever my hair is going to look like that day, I take that hour to make sure that it looks that way. <laughs> and then I have to walk my dog at 7. And then at 7.30, I come back in, and that's when I start my routine that I was just talking about with the meditation, my hair, my nails, um, my face. I put castor oil on my eyelashes every morning. Because it makes my hair grow. Well, it makes all hair grow. Side note, if you want hair growth, get castor oil. Um, it made my eyelashes grow back after I was... I used, like, a lot of lashes. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the girls who use lashes, I'm telling you, if you buy castor oil and put it on your eyelashes every day, one, you probably won't even want to wear lashes anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but to, really, though. Just cancel them completely. But two, if you do, like, it will be very, very beneficial to your hair growth back because that does pull your hair out regardless of how you try to take it off. True. Um, I lose eyelashes. I have no eyelashes. I will own that. If you, um, I'm telling my eyelashes grew, like, to the point where I couldn't see them and I could see them now, like, from a wow. distance, like, in That's pictures, dope. like... It was crazy. In, like, three weeks. That's pretty solid. Every day for three weeks. I don't know if I have the discipline for that, but... I, d- I did okay. it in the morning and at night, though. Sometimes I would miss a thing, but, like, usually, like, two times a day. And you just get your eyelashes back. Yeah. That's kind of dope. try it on edges. I'm telling you, ladies <laughs> who got... Uh, Look. Who get braids all the time or constantly wearing, like wigs or sewings and you have the and the the gots to be glue because that stuff pulls your hair out if you don't put it on right if you don't like take it off the way that you should like you're supposed to take it off with like moist like water or something like that um but it still can like mess you up just a little bit if you do it very often so that castor oil is like the goat a magic um it's the goat that's what I'm hearing. For sure. That's also sulfur 8, too, if we're talking hair growth. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to use um, when I was, like, when I first, like, cut my hair off completely. Not completely. I wasn't, like, bald, but I was, like, had a bob going, a hella puff. Um, but I was, like, I went from, like, having, like, inches, like, inches to, like, a bob. I was, like, I need my hair back, like, ASAP. And so I did sulfur 8, and you put it on your scalp. And my mom used it when I was, like, really little. It's supposed to, like, fight dandruff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it also, like, a side effect is hair growth. Mm-hmm. And so I used it, and you just put it around, like, the rim, like, I guess, like, around the edges of your head, like, your scalp and everything. And I did that, I think, when I was in my freshman year. I did that probably, like, every time I washed my hair. I did that. And so it's, like, once a week, every other week. Mm-hmm. And my hair grew, like, a weed. My hair still grows, like, fast, like, just as is. But, like, it grew, like, twice as fast as normal. Um, and so I had, I gained back so much of my length in such a short period of time. And like, people still come up to me like, where'd you, what happened? What's the secret? Really? That's yes. crazy. I was looking up something for hair growth too. And that's also what I do in my, um, like when I do my hair for an hour, <laughs> um, on Sundays I put, uh, I do like rice water treatment. I've never tried that, but I hear it's good. I want to see if I want to try using it consistently and see where I am like within three to four months because it says that it can grow my hair is already probably like 15 15 14 15 in between like the 14 and 16 range okay of inches and so straightened and so um i want to get to 18 on my own (laughs) so that (laughs) i'm not buying 18 inch um bundles i'm trying to I feel you. I'm trying to get back to my, what, I had 25 inches. Really? That's I had, crazy. I had 25 inches of hair. And That's then I crazy. donated 13 of it because I'm a good person. And wow. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to that 25. I'm trying to get to 30, to be honest. See if I can do it. It's probably possible. If you take care of your hair, really, and, like, detangle. Like, I think as people of color, like, we neglect our hair a lot. Like... I think it's a new wave of people that are trying to, like... Pop, yes, you know? it's definitely a new wave of, like, oh, let me figure out what this is, like, mm-hmm. how to work around it, like, what to do, what's healthiest for it, what we need. Like, because I did not take care of my hair as a kid. Like, or even in high school, like, I got pre- my hair pressed. Mm-hmm. And when my hair wasn't pressed, I had absolutely no idea what to do with it. Oof. Like, 
I didn't put. I just recently found out that when you get braids, you're supposed to continuously oil your hair. Yeah. Because it your hair needs moisture. Yeah. Like, and that's why my hair always used to break off after I had braids for so long. Yeah. Because I needed that moisture. Yeah. It was brittle for a long, like for like weeks though, like four. How long you keep braids? Like four weeks. Like, I keep mine a long time. I push it. But actually, I can't because my hair grows so fast. I keep my braids in until I start seeing my new growth. When I start seeing my new growth and I can't, like... Cover that up? Put it down with edge yeah. control. Yeah, with the edge control. Then um, I take my braids out. I also just like my hair to breathe. That's kind of why I haven't been wearing, like... Well, I'm trying to get off my wig face um, because... Or I prefer wigs to sew-ins, though. Because sew-ins you can't take out of your head. And your hair doesn't breathe. Yeah, no, you can't. I don't. I don't. That was a. That's a waste of a, a sewing at True. that point. If you take it out within like two weeks, why, sis? Yeah. Why did you get it? Like, not why did you get it? Oh no. <laughs> but really though, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. As far as like protective styling goes, I think that what's worked for me the best has been like doing like braids and twists. Mm. Like I've done it. I've really only done it twice, but the first time I did it, my hair grew. I did these myself so quick. Really. Yeah, my good. line sister parted it, but I braided it. Nice. Ignore good. the small ones because I got <laughs> my line sister I'm hair and I had hair. But yeah, it was I'm for sorry. a nice. And honestly, it lasts a long time like, too. It does last a long time. And braiding, learning how to braid is like a fundamental skill if as a black woman. Like, not eh, even gonna hold y'all up. I wouldn't I even feel say like that. So because at that point you could do like your own hair. Like if you ever need something. Damn it. Sorry. I had to sneeze and it went away. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, I paused for it, too. Like, okay, continue. But um, if you need to do your hair, one, you have the ability to do it. Like, I felt like I was at a severe disadvantage recently, just for a long time, because I never knew how to, I didn't know how to braid to the scalp. And, I mean, I knew how to braid, but I yeah. just didn't know how to braid to the scalp, which really prevents you from... Every time I want to get a sew-in, somebody, I have to pay somebody to braid my hair. If yeah. I want to do, like, a little two-side thing, I have Can't to pay do somebody it. to do my hair. Like, and so it was just kind of like, dang, like, I really want to just be able to do this on my own because paying $50 for some girl to do something that I can do to myself in an hour... Not worth it. At all. I mean, for, for me, me... at least. It makes sense. I think I know how to braid. I know how to, like, braid my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, I don't know. I think that it's a skill that's, it like, is, necessary. Definitely. Like, my sister, she does not know how to braid hair. She always has me braiding her hair or paying somebody else to do it. And that girl got a lot of hair. Like, her hair is thick. It is beautiful. And people I love don't want to braid that. And she literally has gone to people, <laughs> and they've done it one time for her, and they're like, don't come back to me. Your hair is beautiful, but I can't do it. And I'm like... Dang, like that's a struggle. And she, that's like something she has to like work through and everything. And like she always like warns people and she always like tips extra well because she knows that she's got a lot of hair. Because you'll literally like you'll part her hair and you think that you're done. You ever like been at the hair salon and they part your hair into like one section? And you're like, oh, it's the last braid. And then they split that bad boy into like three or four more sections. Yes, that's her obviously. entire head. <laughs> that's her entire head. Like, sick. and I've like braided her hair before and stuff like that. So like I know like that is a lot of hair. Like, the the follicle per square inch on that child, I swear. Insane. Mm. So, but I think... It, it kind of almost makes you wonder, like, if I did have that much hair, would I really want to deal with it for real? Exactly. So she does a lot of, like... And she loves her hair, mm-hmm. hands down. But she does a lot of wigs, a lot of weaves, because she don't want to deal with it. And I respect it. And I really don't feel like dealing with my hair half the time. And it's a lot more, like... I guess, like, manageable would be the word, but... I find that interesting, that if you have a lot of hair, people still wear a weave. Oh, yeah. Her hair is, um... Shoot, her hair is long. It's past her shoulders, at least. I wonder why. Why? Like, would you still wear a weave if you had... Or do you wear weave like that? You don't nope. wear a weave like that. I've never had a weave. That. Never had a wig. I don't feel like I would wear... I think that maybe I would wear it, but only if it was because it was an outlandish, crazy color or something. Nah. Like, and I just wanted to wear that color, and I didn't want to dye my actual hair. She'll do it. She'll... She wears normal colors, and it's just... Her hair, like, she's gotten wigs that are, like, the same length as her, like, hair, actually. And she's got one that's, like, just, like, ridiculously long, and she loves it. And she's got a new one that's kind of, like, halfway. Close it. 
where we left off at. So, wigs. <laughs> and my sister. Um, but she'll wear wigs and weaves and all that. She'll do braids. She'll do... She's done more styles than I have, honestly. But she does it, and it's, like, not because she has, like, short hair. She doesn't have any hair or anything like that. And she loves her hair, but she really... It's healthier for her hair to be, like, braided in, like, under a wig or anything like that. And it's easier for her to manage. And that's why she would do it. Like, yeah. honestly, like, I've contemplated wearing, like, wigs and stuff like that. Just because I don't feel like doing my hair sometimes. And there'll be, like, several days in a row where I just won't do anything to my hair. And, like, thankfully, my hair is kind of, like, got that texture where I can wing it. But there's also times where I'm, like, I really should be doing something to it to be more healthy with it. But I feel that's it. life, you know? Yeah, I feel that. So how do you feel about, like, mental health? Like, what do you do to make sure that, like, school is stressful, right? We're all college students, like, living life or trying to live life, like, trying to figure out what's up, like, what's right, what's wrong. Like, how do you take care of your mental? Well, I do a variety of things. It's all been a kind of like a test run basically, on things, like, I know that, and I guess it's, like, more about, like, where I'm at mentally mm -hmm. as well. I think that when I get super stressed out, and I know I'm super stressed out, I like to meditate and kind of big picture myself. Like, I like to, I like to meditate because it reminds me of how small I am and how small my problems really are in, like, the big scheme of things. Mm -hmm. um, when That's I'm just, like, way to look at it. yeah, it's, really helpful and I think it's really healthy because a lot of people forget that the world is bigger than like their world you know like mm -hmm. there's other people roaming around in it they all have like their own problems and other things going on and that's not to like to belittle the only things that like the things that you're going through but it's to understand that you're not alone in the struggles that you already have mm -hmm. and that like somebody's done it before you and they've gotten through it and so that means that you can too and so like by meditating for me at least I like to think about how um like I'm on a path to like get something done but People have come before me and have done it, and people are going to come after me and do, do it as well. And so, like, why can't I do it? And so that's what I do. Like, I kind of, like, ground myself in that way. Um, why is it so gross? Oh, sorry. Um, and then I also work out sometimes. Emphasis oh, on sometimes. I am. I'm a stress runner, and I know it. Like, <laughs> I, like, when life really hits the fan sometimes, I will just go to the gym. I don't care what time of day it is. I've gone to the gym at 11 o'clock at night. I've gone to the gym at, like, 7 in the morning, and, like, I just literally go run until I can't feel my legs anymore. I literally, like, run out my problems. That's crazy. Yep. I don't think I got that kind of running in me. <laughs> oh, I used to, like, work no. out. Yeah. I was. I never did cross-country because I didn't like competing against other people. Uh-huh. Like, because I know I'm not, like, the fastest runner, but I can go for a long time. Yeah. And so when I was in high school, like, over the summers and stuff, just, like, to keep up with, like, being healthy and everything, I would get up in the morning, got to go run, like, three miles, and then I'd come back home. There was one day I went and just, like, ran five miles for no reason, and I was like, okay, cool, and then I did the rest of my day. Like, what? yeah, so, like, if I need to, like, I can just drop and run a couple miles and then just be like, okay, I feel better, and then go back to, like, my daily life. Mm. That's so, what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Those have been, like, the things that work for me the most. And then, like, I think that when it comes to mental health, I think there's, like, a level of transparency that you should have with, like, the people around you because it's not really healthy to kind of seclude yourself, even though sometimes that's what you want to do. I think it's really healthy to, like, sometimes just, like, and it even can be cathartic to just say it. You know, even if to you're say what? to say what's on your mind, you know, like to whatever's like in your head and like that's stressing you out or making you feel some type of way. It's sometimes really cathartic and healthy just to let it all out. It's kind of like how people say that it's really healthy to just cry. It's mm -hmm. kind of like the same feeling of just like getting it out. It doesn't necessarily need to be to the person that's like if it's like somebody that's bothering you. Sometimes you don't need to like always say it to them. Sometimes you just need to say it, you know, because like sometimes saying what you're feeling oh, isn't going to like help or hurt a situation. You just kind of need to say it. So, like, and it could be saying it to yourself. It could be saying it to your significant other, your best friend, like, to your mentor, to, like, whoever, like, you know, in your life. But you need to, like, get that off your chest because, like, holding it in and, like, letting it fester and letting it build and then it adds on to everything else that's going on in your life, it's just not healthy for you. I feel that. So. I feel that. Yeah, I try to um, meditate every day. I feel like it's just a healthy practice. Um, mental health, though. 
I think I'm still figuring that out. I think I'm figuring out what works for me and what doesn't work for me. I gen- I like to paint. Um, I paint from time to time. But I won't necessarily say that I paint for, like, stress relief. I think that I paint just because I enjoy art. Yeah. Um, and, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess that could be looked at as, as stress relief. But, like, it's not a quick release. Oh, no. Painting never is. It's so it's process. like... It's, it's like, I feel like I generally <laughs> do that for fun and not for, like, some sort of, like, stress reliever because I'm stressed at a high volume to where I need, it like, instant. I don't want to say instant stress relief. No, sometimes you do, though. But, like, I mean, sometimes crying is, is nice. I mean, I don't really cry often, and when I do, I don't cry in front of people. I don't, that's, like, I don't know if that's a weird thing yeah. about me, but. Um, Everyone has their but thing. But sometimes that helps. Um, I think I have short bursts of tension relief. Like, right. I'll be really upset about something, and then I'll cry for, like, Five minutes, and then I'll just keep doing whatever I was doing. Just but, let it out and be like, "This is <laughs> this sucks," and then just keep it moving. Yeah, I feel that. Or like, I, when I was younger, I don't know if this sounds like I would be kind of crazy. Just let it out. But, it's cathartic. Um, let it out. But no, yeah, I used to like, you know, midnight scream. Oh my god, did you yell? I definitely used to yell sometimes, but only when I felt like there wasn't a lot of people around and I could yell. And like, I used I do it in my car. When I'm driving, <laughs> okay, <laughs> because that, so if, if, if that, but that's like a really, really like this is like really been like bothering me. Like yeah. I really can't like, and I don't know how else to like get it off my chest. I don't really talk to people a lot about like my problems or like issues that I have. I don't know why. I feel like it's it's burdensome, like to some, like depending yeah. on what it is or like. How often I talk because I also feel like I have a problem with dwelling on things, and that's something that I've really been trying. Like, okay, it happened. It was yesterday. Keep it pushing, like, and not re like because there are a lot of things that like either impacted me like over the years or something that like like if brought up, I can easily like, oh my god, I just da 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 da, <laughs> and it's like. At what point, Sade, are you going to just, like, Let it not want to talk about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> so That's great. That's I think great. that I have, like, a problem sometimes with dwelling on things. So I try to just, like, okay, cool, this happened. Like, if it's not today, like, it's not important to a certain extent. Not mm-hmm. like it's, like, not at all. But you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it's, like, a problem that I had or something, something, if it's already been solved, this is what usually kind of how it goes. If it's already been solved, then why talk about it? Okay. So, like, if I got a problem with such and such, but, like, we already hashed it out, then, like, whoever brings something up about some situation <laughs> three weeks later, like, it just, like, oh, yeah, we talked about it. It's cool. You're so right. We don't have to go through the, oh, yeah, and this happened, and this happened, and, like, but we talked about it, and it's cool. Like, why you didn't just say that <laughs> in the beginning, sis? <laughs> like, I'm dead. <laughs> two hours later. Like, but we worked it out anyways. Just <laughs> the recap. That's funny. So, that is funny. Um, but, yeah, so I try to just, like, um, always, like, keep moving forward, like, in every every aspect of what I do. I think I'm still figuring out, like, my my tension releases, though, so that they're not, like, five seconds long and yeah. they actually help. Yeah. Um, not that those don't help. I think they yeah. do. But they're, like, like last resorts. Last resorts um, just yell in your car real quick. Because something I like to do it takes too long. Like, I painting mean, takes too long. Reading takes too long. But I think that that's part of taking care of the self is accepting that it's not a quick fix. And I think that's, like, a big thing of, like, mental health is accepting that it's not something that you can fix in five minutes and keep pushing. I think it's one of those things that you have to accept that you got to work at it and you got to sit down and just paint for an hour and a half (laughs) and then feel better about it or read that book for an hour and a half or two hours or all day or whatever. I've been doing a lot of self-care because I've been Mm -hmm. sick and I've been dizzy and all my just senses are out the window. And so I've been able to focus on a lot. So I binge-watched the show called Steven Universe. (laughs) And that has been so cathartic to me. I don't know why. The characters are great. It's a children's Mm -hmm. show. But the characters are great. The storylines are great. 
and it's really like helpful in how they like deal with relationships and everything like that even though it's definitely for kids mm-hmm. but it's been nice to just kind of sit and be invested in something that's not myself and not all of these other things that I have going on mm-hmm. and it's taken me like a good 48 hours of binge watching I'm on season two by Yay. the way I started it probably mm, I think I started this over spring break I watched a couple episodes see if mm-hmm. I was into it and as soon as Friday hit, I've been kind of binging ever since. So <laughs> I feel it. I binge watched Game of Thrones. I cannot wait for that to come back. Oh my gosh! I'm I love Game of Thrones. Season, Are you just not getting hip to it too? What? Oh yeah, I watched it last year. Okay. Okay. Last same. yeah, last year was when I first started watching Game of Thrones. Like okay. the spring semester, I binge watched it. Oh oh wow! You've been in it. You've been in it. I started it last summer when like the last season came out Mm. and I was like what is this show I want to watch more of it but I was like I can't watch I can't start in the middle of the season so I literally started like the entire thing over binge watched it and was able to finish like the finale like when it happened so wow interesting yeah it was a lot of binging in between an internship and a life in yeah Game of Thrones was amazing I love Game of Thrones that's definitely like catharsis for me right Um, I like medieval shows See, like older shows. Mental health, that cathartic release, that kind of takeaway for some people. It could be painting. It could be screaming in your car. It could be Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, it can come in any form. I think there's a beauty in Just it, Just to be clear, I'm not crazy. We literally do midnight scream here, so. True. <laughs> Very true. I still don't like it, but it happens oh, every year. Oh, my goodness. It freaks me I out. was on campus this year, and I was like, oh, I remember that. Because I haven't done it since freshman year. Because, really? Yeah, I haven't lived on campus. But, I mean, like, you could still yell out your window. But that then people would really think I was crazy. No. Look, there's probably somebody else that does it that lives <laughs> off campus, and they still participate in it. And so you wouldn't be the, Maybe you would, like, start a chain reaction and be like, well, she's screaming, well, I can scream, too. <laughs> You never know. That is true. We'll see you next time. Exactly. You got another finals to come up, so. Yeah, two more. That's it. Ah, okay. It was Let's Get Real, and we will see you next time. See ya. Oh, okay.